Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media, and I'm here with Brandon Lewis for this week's Embedded Insiders podcast, which you probably know by now is brought to you by the fine folks at the Trusted Computer Group. Trusted Computing Group provides proven standards for built-in security. Learn how to secure the insecure Internet of Things and embedded systems at www.trustedcomputinggroup.org. Hey, Brandon, how are you? Doing well. That was a mouthful. How are you doing, Rich? Oh, I'm used to that. Uh, I'm doing great. So um, what did you do this weekend on this long weekend? Uh, a couple of my family members came in town, uh, hung out with me at the new house, did a lot of cooking. Uh, there was a pretty funny occurrence that happened. My brother uh, started making recipes out of this cookbook that uh, was made by Chrissy Teigen. And Chrissy Teigen, who is the wife of John Legend, um, retweeted or reposted his, uh, one of his recipes on Instagram. And he got a bunch of followers, and everybody's really excited. That's pretty cool. When you when you say a bunch, what are you talking about? Uh, he started the weekend with 235 followers on Instagram, and the last I checked, he had 65,000 because John Legend uh, followed him, and my bro- him being my brother on Instagram. And once John Legend followed him, and Chrissy Teigen reposted his post, you know, all of their groupie followers started following him. So everybody's pretty excited. So is that now pressure on your brother to keep putting up innovative posts? Yeah, so actually we had sort of a strategy meeting on Saturday night over a couple of drinks talking about how we should play this moving forward because uh, all the comments were really positive, and I don't know, maybe we'll do some Chrissy Teigen cookbook uh, Thanksgiving thing, Feed the Homeless, or something like that. So if this embedded systems thing doesn't work out, we have a fallback. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's going to be funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that said, uh, why don't we bring in this week's topic, and I think what we want to talk about actually uh, relates back to our sponsor, the Trusted Computing Group. Um, they are specialists in security, and we talk about security a lot, but um, I thought it would be good if, if we brought in somebody who, who is really in the thick of it and, and lives it every day. Uh, what do you think? I, I think that's great because uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the security world. Good. Okay. Um, our special guest, Dennis from Microsoft, would you please introduce yourself? Uh, how are you doing? Uh, my name is Dennis. Uh, I, I'm with uh, Microsoft Research, working on security and privacy kinds of things. Um, and right now, working on uh, security specifically for the IoT space, uh, along with our sort of standards body uh, sort of partnership we have with uh, TCG, the Trusted Computing Group. Excellent, excellent. So the thing that I ask all the time is, what are some of the biggest issues that a developer faces? Um, and it might be something that they're not even aware of. Um, security is one of those areas where uh, we... we sort of don't think enough about it. Uh, and, and in the IoT space in particular, it's, it's one of those things sort of on the chopping block when you're looking to reduce power budgets, monetary budgets, and, and, and bomb costs. And, and, and uh, competition for resources is, is pretty extreme. So uh, it's something that we actually think a lot about because it's one of those things that developers in particular would benefit from. But uh, in general, it's something we're not thinking much, uh, enough about, and we're not doing a good enough job in the IoT space and security. Okay, so you said some. I'm going to be a little crude here, but that really pisses me off. What <laughs> has to happen 
for people to take this seriously and to put it at the forefront and say, okay, this is really important. I need to think about this first and foremost. Uh, really, it's uh, someone – you have to have these, these kinds of uh, exploits, the, the kinds of large-scale denial of service and, and other kinds of malware attacks, ransomware, these kinds of things. You have to see these kinds of attacks start to become more prevalent and more successful uh, in order to people to start, uh, for people to start paying attention, which is – Unfortunate, but but it's kind of the reality uh, that we see. Um, so we kind of benefit from uh, seeing the kinds of things we see in the news uh, around security because it raises awareness for, in, in particular, IoT security, uh, and and it makes people realize that this kind of stuff is actually important. Uh, so Brandon here, Dennis. One of the things, uh, particularly where we focus, uh, is the embedded aspect of IoT and industrial IoT, IoT in particular, and security in those contexts is, for lack of a better term, really expensive. I mean, adding security in adds the obvious development overhead. Adding parts in adds overhead. You see a lot of stuff going on right now with hardware security modules or or uh, hardware security features built into processors, and I know that's something that you're really familiar with with your work with TCG and what they do with trusted platform modules, et cetera. Um, but in particular, when you're talking about connected systems, um, the overhead of something like an SSL or a TLS is uh, sometimes a non-starter. Is there anything that's going on uh, right now to kind of ease the burden on some of these maybe microcontroller-based systems uh, and still having encryption-enabled uh, communications? Absolutely. Uh, so in this space, TCG, uh, well, Microsoft in, in uh, concert with TCG, uh, is working towards the development of uh, root of trust for measurement. Uh, and, and we can get into what that really means uh, later. But, <coughs> excuse me, uh, a t technology called DICE, uh, the, the, the um, Device Identifier Composition Engine uh, is a, uh, specific, a hardware specification at a, at a TCG that describes a root of trust for measurement. Um, and what that means is uh, a, a root of trust, uh, in this case, uh, is um, that, that very first sort of hardware-based trusted element, sort of T0, if you will. Like when, when, when the system's first powered on, you have, uh, and, and with DICE, you have a, uh, a secret built into the device, which is in hardware, in, for example, fuses or some protected area of memory. And that unique identifier describes specifically that device. Um, and it turns out this, this kind of mechanism, this, this, this kind of root of trust is actually very powerful because based on measurements of, of code we're about to run uh, on the platform, we can sort of chain this, this root of trust, this, this unique device identifier um, forward based on measurements of software components running on the device. Uh, and it actually allows us to have this very simple and, and very resource-friendly uh, mechanism for developing keys and, and, and certs and, and other cryptographic uh, material that is specific to this IoT device that, that this particular device is able to use to protect its data, to protect its communication, uh, to identify itself, to be remotely recovered, to secure update. There's all kinds of interesting scenarios that can be built on this, this sort of DICE idea of um, a simple, a very simple hardware requirements and the, the sort of software techniques we build onto them to, to be able to create these very rich security scenarios a as a solution to this very sort of resource-constrained environment we see today in IoT and embedded systems. 
Okay, Brandon, right. you wandered into that area where I, I have to take it a task here. It is, it is not a question of what does security cost. It's a question of what is the cost if you don't have security? What is the cost if you get hacked? And asking the question of, well, is it too expensive? That's a question that we're beyond that, and we have to be beyond that. Yeah, I agree, but I think that the market has shown recently that the only time people are going to take security seriously is when something happens and happens to them or perhaps one of their immediate competitors. Uh, until that time, security is, in my opinion, going to be looked at as sort of an extra, uh, an extra bomb cost in the form of a TPM or extra, extra development time. Just, just saying. Yeah, and and at, at, uh, at in our in our team here at Microsoft Research and Trusted Computing Group, especially, uh, we we happen to agree with both of you. So we agree. Trust is uh, security is absolutely important. It's 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 worth the cost because what if you don't have it? Take a look at all the nasty things that can happen. But at the same time, the reality is, uh, Brandon's also correct that. Um, you just don't want the increased bomb costs. You don't want to have to have not only this this sort of financial debt, but this this sort of uh, intellectual debt of, of of having to ramp up on all these different scenarios. And and people in embedded, in, in particular industrial uh, kinds of environments, um, their idea of security is is a guy with a flashlight and a gun out behind a locked door. Right. They don't really think so much about these kinds of advanced persistent threats. Um, and People, people in these segments, uh, developers especially in these segments, don't want to have to think about understanding, you know, elliptic curve cryptography in order to be able to use your security solution. And uh, our our goal is to sort of answer all of these concerns all, all simultaneously. We don't want to increase costs because because we recognize that's a barrier towards adopting these security technologies. So we have very simple uh, silicon requirements. Um, we don't want to uh, for people to have to incur this sort of uh, intellectual debt and, and, and have to learn all these different techniques and things. So we, we, we do what we can to abstract away and provide software libraries for these kinds of cryptographic uh, protocols and, 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 and algorithms and, and schemes and things like this. So we do our best to try to satisfy all these different requirements simultaneously so that we can produce a solution that um, is both uh, broadly applicable, is, is friendly to existing standards. We don't, we're not looking to establish new protocols and, and, and make adoption more difficult for these kinds of things. We, we really are trying to plug into existing infrastructure. Uh, and that's our goal with uh, DICE architectures, basically. Um, our, I'm, I, I happen to be the, the chair of the working group in, in TCG dealing with this stuff, and we have uh, lots of different member companies, and we're all together trying to sort of further this idea of um, simple software solutions, simple hardware, coming together to create these sophisticated um, scenarios that we can build sort of important stuff around. Great. One last thing on the uh, cost of security. Do you see the use of TPMs really ramping up now uh, with the IoT so that the cost of these uh, security components, uh, ICs, or however you choose to deploy them, are going down significantly, you know, sub, sub a dollar? Uh, yes and no. So uh, I... There's all kinds of different ways you can sort of cut the, the numbers and, and devices and, and the IoT space, and there's this segment and that segment. 
when you want to take a look at it from a, from a security perspective, there's classes of devices that, that have or could support or for, for which TPMs are, are a practical solution. Uh, and that's great. If, if you have a device uh, where adding the TPM doesn't increase the bomb cost beyond a, uh, a price point that you, that you can manage, or if your device is not so simple that, that it's a practical solution that makes sense, excellent. Put a TPM on that thing. Make sure it's it's secure, because TPMs have been around a while. There's there's lots of you know knowledge around them. Everybody's familiar with them. Um, but what we're seeing is an increasing number of those IoT solutions for which TPMs really aren't a practical alternative here. Uh, uh, the cost of the entire SOC is is half the cost of the actual discrete part you'd want to put on for a, for a TPM. Or it doesn't have the underlying execution environment that, that, that's isolated, something like ARM Trust Zone, and you couldn't even sort of withstand the extra cost of a firmware TPM. So for, for those solutions, uh, uh, DICE is, is, is specifically uh, focused. Uh, it, it is especially beneficial uh, because, you know, it, it, it's far less expensive from a, from a hardware perspective, from a uh, you know, cost per part, that kind of stuff, than, than, than TPMs. Great. Very good. I think we should wrap right there. There's, there's a ton of information that you just uh, put out there, and <clears throat> folks can find more information at the Trusted Computing Group's website. I'd like to thank Dennis. That was Dennis Mattoon of Microsoft. He's also one of the leaders in the Trusted Computer Group, so thank you very much, Dennis, for taking the time to speak to Brandon and me. Excellent. Yeah, thanks very much. So that was this week's version of Embedded Insiders with Brandon Lewis, Technology Editor for Embedded Computing Design. Brandon, you forgot to introduce yourself at the beginning. And I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Have a great day, both of you. You too. Look out for Chrissy Teigen on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>